live from Eric Zavaleta's first family day. Augie Greg, is it time to play Scrabble now? It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Happy February statutory holiday, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. We've got the interns shoveling coal nonstop to keep VMP towers at a balmy 25 degrees. We won't let a little cold front keep our wit, opinion, and attention to the little things at bay. And now to the panel. He choo-choo chooses to not want a mascot at BMO Field. It's Tony Walsh. Hello, thank you for having me. You're welcome. He vows to keep crushing on the halftime entertainment as long as it's parachute-free. It's Mark Hinckley. Thank you, thank you for having him. Again, you're welcome. Uh, his love affair with music doesn't extend to goal celebrations. It's Duncan Fletcher. It certainly doesn't. No. Screw them. And thank you for having Tony. Again, you're welcome. <laughs> and I'll love TFC again when the bud patio and the bros are gone. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And I thank myself for having Tony here again. Good job. I know. Quality. Well done. turn to some sort of new news uh gilberto it is apparently is this really new news well (laughs) it's almost new news uh it's his turn to shine it seems i will not officially announce through the team or mls there's been enough news stories plus gil tweeting that lovely picture of himself in the uh, vasco kit Mm -hmm. that we can pretty much call this confirmed and a full kit wanker (laughs) <laughs> can you get one of those when you're an actual player although when you're not under you're contract, not contract yeah that's just uh, we better contact things. the good folks it's being a little needy perhaps yeah but apparently Gil is on loan to Vasco until the end of the year with them paying his wages and there's an option to buy at the end of the contract or at mm-hmm. the end of the loan if Vasco can find the option to find money <laughs> exactly True. is this the best solution for all concerned um, I'm happy with it, you know, good for Gil, he's actually going somewhere, going to get some playing time, all that sort of thing, and good that uh, he's not going to be in MLS. I would have enjoyed watching him, but it wasn't, it, you know, it's just going to be one of those things just eating away at you all year, that, oh, he's doing well, isn't he? Mm, yeah, mm. It would have, could have been annoying, so best to have him out of sight. Yeah, agreed. It it was recipe for disaster. You know, he, he we always thought he might need the year under his belt to uh, improve as an MLS striker. And this, of course, would have perhaps been the year, especially if he would have gone to another club where he was the main outlet. Yeah, it could have gotten a bit ugly, and we all know what it's like when former TFC guys come back to BMO. It would have been the inevitable. And of course. Yeah, so it would have been bad PR. And as far as the future goes, I don't think it has any more effect on... Gilberto and TFC's relationship than it would have if it was a full sale. I still can't see him ever returning in any... I don't think this is a wait for the fourth DP thing or anything like that. I think Vasco, this was a financial difficulty in the Brazilian League thing, and this is the way to make it happen. And it'll his, you know, He'll peter out his history with TFC. We'll hear about it in a year's time. Either loan extended or transfer gone through without details per league. Policy. TFC received funds. Exactly. Oh, I love Without the funds. Love the funds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. I'm pretty much in uh, in 
in agreement with uh, with these guys. Uh, I'm I'm happy with it. I I I wouldn't even call it a step backwards. I'd probably call it at least a lateral move, if not better. Mm-hmm. I mean, more a hell of a lot more eyes watching Bosco's games than they are watching TC's games. I'm not even talking about the stands. I'm talking about scouts in general. Um, I, I'm I don't suspect he'll be back. Uh, I think it, at best it'll be a tweet. It won't even be from TFC <laughs> official Twitter. It's going to be somebody else's. From what other other third party ownership ends up owning his soul. Yeah, yeah, we might have to get it translated or something, but it'll it'll come through. And uh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because I I much like many of you, I, I was a big fan of his. So um, all you know, as long it'll be a better opportunity for him anyway. So. I think what's unfortunate is that uh, TFC missed the boat on naming itself after a, a, a mariner, like Vasco da Gama. Not, oh. not, a, not a Paul Mariner, no. Mm-hmm. That'd be a terrible name. Yeah. There's a history of great explorers in this part of the world. And we can have Sir Francis Drake. Franklin? Franklin. Sir Francis Drake didn't come here. Well, he circumnavigated the globe. Mm. He went nearby. Right your butt. Yes. He waved at he North America. I, I, okay, I admit it was because I wanted to make a Drake thing. Oh, that's a good one. Sure. Yeah, John Cabot. See, John Cabot. Yeah. Frobisher. Radisson and Grossier. I think that's a lawyer's no. office in Montreal. I'm just grasping at what little Canadian history. Hudson Bay, that guy. Oh, yeah. Hudson Bay FC. Come on. Our hoops would Incredible. be ugly as shit, but we would be. We would oh, dominate. come on. That's good hoops. All those colors. <laughs> bit sweaty. Sweaty, those. Yeah. <laughs> like a blanket. Wow. That'd, that'd be, uh, that'd be, that's an ugly rugby side. Never mind. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I like it. I like the, uh, at least we know what we're going to be, you know, coming up with for the other MLS, LT, MLS team that we launch. We're going to name it after an explorer, so. That's Kit Nerd Cartier. Yeah. Have Columbus ever played Vasco de Gama? It's <laughs> <laughs> like CCL action or anything? Yeah. Well, obviously it wouldn't be CCL, but it's any kind of... Yeah. Uh, Vasco ever done a, a friendly thing <laughs> where they played against Columbus? Would be good. It would be. We yeah. need to make that happen. I like it. All right, so now that we've visited Explorer Corner... Uh, <laughs> we'll be back. I'm sure we will. <laughs> we'll uh, find our way back. <laughs> Hey. Thank you. Before we move on, Let's I would like to voice to a, a my guy. opinion <laughs> on do. this move, if that's okay with you guys. I, I, I don't if know. You don't I'm, mind. I don't know. I'm just just leading a path. Oh, uh, thank you. That's that's great. For me, it's it is the best solution for TFC. Not necessarily for Gil. It, it might be, but I think this was a good place for him once he was starting to adjust. I don't think it's the best move for the fans. I think. Again, it doesn't that doesn't matter because we very, we rarely matter. But I think TFC once again two years in a row put themselves in an awkward position mm-hmm. with a DP that once a newer shinier toy came on the market, they no longer knew what to do with it. And so this was they had to do something obviously because they weren't going to give up any of the new shiny toys. They're not done playing with them yet. So Christmas morning is still happening. TFC is only as faithful as their next non South American. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's but it's true. So we love marrying yeah. the South American, but we always want to have fun with the Europeans. Yeah, we, we've definitely kind of abandoned this whole idea of hmm, up and coming star who's maybe not going to move on to bigger things. As 
Yeah, so, so we kind of tried that for a little bit, and then uh, barely tried. Don't want it. anything to do with that uh, distastefulness. Heaven, he again, heaven forbid we stick with anything mm. for longer than a brief period of time. Mm -hmm. As for him coming back, uh, like it's it, there's a small door open for him to return, but he's not going to come back. This team isn't going to yeah. bring him back. But also, you might have heard the the breeze going as the circle eight <laughs> as our heads were shaking. Yes, no, I'm no. aware of that. Should but we, even a complete disaster, like. Like Altador decides to retire, or he blows out his everything. Like he's that's it. We're not we're not seeing him. Again. No, but as a player, mm -hmm. would you even want to come back? Oh, well, we don't know what the. You know, there, there's still the side of it that he wasn't necessarily fully settled or wanted here too. There's his wanted to be here. Excuse me. Um, you know, there's that side of it too. So, I mean, I, I do lie on the side of TFC nudging him out the door definitely but it was more than a nudge, yeah okay but... well however much it is but i i don't know i anyway he's he's not coming back and i don't think he i think he's going to be more than happy to spend his days home home yeah sure mm -hmm. babysitting jackson's new daughter <laughs> <laughs> has jackson I returned assume. to the team yet i haven't seen any tweets announcing his Arrival with the team here in Florida. I'm assuming he's just meeting up with them. He's sliding his tack, sliding tackle, his sliding tackling his way through Central America. <laughs> there you go. That's what I say. He's currently accumulated four. He's, he's got his own Guatemala like alone, plane so. or something, which is just has like two two feet. Yeah, that's how it lands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with Gil now firmly back home in Brazil, instead of a wolf, what will be at Gil's door? Um, it's going to be, you know, suddenly Brazil doesn't actually have hairless dogs. You'd think they would, the Brazilians and everything. But instead, we're going to have uh, one coming down from Mexico, uh, what uh, is known as the uh, Colo Chiquente. Uh, Mexican hairless dog will terrorize him from now on. Uh, a parrot? <laughs> I told you I'd bring it back to explorers. Mm. <laughs> See, I, I didn't. I didn't go the animal route. I went with um, a beach, you know, or job satisfaction. The beach is at his door. <laughs> that is a reason to go home. Yeah, that's not bad. Or, or just more proficient body waxing. Either way, I think he's doing better than than previous lupine visitors. <laughs> nice. So. Either way, less lupine. Oh yeah, yeah. I went with a howler monkey, native to Brazilian rainforest. To represent Ooh. our Ooh. howls of anguish when he lights up the league. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. It's just like howler. It's pretty good. That's, that's a good. That's a good. That's Thank good you. Nice. Thank you. It's the good 2009 roster. Yeah. TLC. Pretty much howler monkeys. <laughs> howler slash monkeys. Duck. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> D-lap of mascots. Hey. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? Good, good point. This is, this means... Because there is, it's a, it's a lead into the next segment. Excellent. Monkeys? Mascots. Mm, this again. Ah. Why, why I know. I don't know. I'm sorry. What's the I point? I apologize. And then trivialities that are distracting us from the real I'll go, issues. I, I'll I go know as far as saying a banality. Mm. Ooh. 
Oh. I'll go as far as saying a banana. Banana. I screwed you wanted to say banana. I screwed. However, there is nothing like being a supporter of TFC, like getting a TFC survey in your inbox, mascots, goal celebrations, music choices, <laughs> halftime <laughs> entertainment. Oh my. Mm. Seems perhaps a little odd to have this kind of survey at this time of year, except that season for us starts at home fairly late in the season. Yeah, it's still so they've got, they've got to, some time to, to exactly the grand uh, mm. entertainment that is the match day experience for TFC. As we were just saying, so do you think the delay of the home opener is giving them you know extra time to do this, but also why the circusy stuff is getting so much play? A little bit. I mean, I think it's just as much as anything, sort of preseason and you know, kind of waiting for things to happen. And it, since there's a lack of sort of rumors and that sort of thing and try lists and all that, and you know, it seems like you know, they do have a uh, a settled side. They've got a lot of signings in early. Yeah, there's sort of a void sort of, of other thing, stuff that is, uh, you know, um, so yeah, that that just leads to uh, you know, a big gap for to be filled with uh, other important things. Yeah, I think it's just same shit in a different form. If it wasn't town halls in the past, it's oh, been, town halls it's, would have been done long before. Yeah, now. no, no, but I'm just no. I I don't see any difference really. I'm just the timing is is maybe closer to the season than usual, but it's just the same shit, different style. That's all that they ask in giant quotations. What we'd like them ask anything. Since when do they care about our opinions on anything? Yeah. Anything they are just giving you pre-approval it's more like hinting at you this is what you're going to get yeah. so you'll you'll be yeah, under the gonna, illusion that other people who answered this survey were okay with it you're getting it either way yeah we're gonna play music after a goal which one would you want to hear mm. guess which one we bought yeah. <laughs> oh if they oh, <laughs> oh i did you know, what, you know that. what that is yeah it's what devils do yeah it's true mm. um it's I, like I, I tend to find that this is this is one hell of a distraction you know it's uh but I love that leaving it up to the ownership of a, uh, ownership group of a sporting entity to do whatever it takes to distract us from focusing on that very uh, sporting entity. You know, give away tickets or leak the new kit or talk about a community initiative or whatever load of crap they're going to try and feed us this time. Now it's distract us with a questionnaire. You know, I guess anything to mask how out of form certain players are coming into camp or... Or even more accurately, um, how badly they were getting beaten by New Jersey Extreme Beverage in a preseason contest. <laughs> you mean? I mean, they literally that brought wasn't a the circus. Team, they literally brought a circus to distract you from the game. That's true. I guess it just to me, and it just seems closer to the season than this sort of thing normally is. And I feel like we already had one of these in November. Yeah. After the season ended. <laughs> or maybe there was just so many last year that I have them all running together in my head. And it does seem like a distraction. It does seem like, look here. But again, of course, it's them looking to what they think is better marketing, which we think is horrific nonsense and a distraction from what we want to do, which is watch them play. I don't care about the rest of this yeah, crap. It just means that they didn't get the answers they quite wanted the first time around. So they got a new consultancy group to come in and find out a different way of asking you or a different way of... Hitting the right demographics, well, one, of the, one et of the questions, I just want to throw this out here, because I think only... Did you do it? No. You didn't didn't get, oh, you it. didn't get it. So Mark no. and I... You did yours, right? Yes, I did. So uh, the, the style of music choice question, which... So that was one of the questions. What's, what type 
other music do you prefer to listen to at BMO Field? Polka. <laughs> I was like, type of music? Benny Hill. None? <laughs> I really yeah, wanted to put what I genuinely wanted. And then I realized, and then I realized, no, don't feed the monkeys. <laughs> don't give them help. Do not feed the animals, or they will bite you in the ass. None. <laughs> I actually, I probably at some so point I, I probably put Scott Punk delete, and then put dubstep because it's hilarious. Delete. None. No. Don't don't give them ideas. Nothing. <laughs> Enya. <laughs> say the way, say the way, say the way. After every goal. What a great goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That nothing gets the crowd pumped like Orinoco Flow. Exactly. It was just, that was one of the ones that just stuck out at me. It's just did, odd. Did, one of the questions, did they in any way broach the subject of the like, dumb bitchy intro thing? I, there was, yeah. how much did you, was it rating how much you liked the bitchy entrance? Yeah. <laughs> As, no, 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 one, seriously. One was, being loved, five being adored. <laughs> Tell us how you feel about the bitchy how, how, entrance. I'm trying to remember now. How, not how excited oh, you wish. were, but... Oh, no, there was there was questions about... Would you like to... What type of halftime entertainment do you like? You know, Timbits, the... the Contests. The, the, the rolly soccer yeah, game the, thing. Mm, bubble soccer, the, whatever the fuck it was bubble called. Bubble soccer, yes, thank you. The contest. Uh, what else was there? Asking about the patio and interviews. I like was it like player lineup. media interview or something like that. All this random stuff, and then the goal celebrations, confetti, streamers. I uh, what else was there? The goal celebration music, of course, fireworks. No pyrotechnics. 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 Mm, I gave an earful for that one. <laughs> and the pregame uh, parachuters to. Oh, and who do we want to sing the national anthem? Uh, let's see what else was there. Bitchy. Yeah, that, that would be, be magical. That would be, yeah. I, I think that is the best solution. I would oh, say make bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> it writes if, itself. If bitchy could sing one line of the anthem, I would make. I would. I would put a new badge with an eagle on it. I have no She can. Or hawk. I, I would. I would do it in a second because if, if we've got that awesome animal trick in our pocket, we're just waiting for the it, time. It's to all caw, it. but whatever. It's not that different. It's not that different when Duncan sings it, sings it in French. <laughs> I wish I could sing it in French. It confuses me when he does it. say porte la That's right. I know just enough of the French to be able to, to, be able to bring it to you. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, there, there there was a lot of inane stuff that just you just reading it, you know it's coming. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like it's all coming because they're focusing on it. They're bringing attention to oh, like pyrotechnics. I made sure I put a big thing about yeah, that's a great idea. Pyrotechnics, which most people use at night, you like to use at one in the afternoon. Keep it up, it's brilliant. <laughs> like like for goodness, it's stupid. But it's it's scary. It's scary seeing it in a, in an ordered list. All the things. Oh yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I hate that, I hate that, and I hate that, and I hate... And this list goes on for 12. Not at all, not at all, not yeah. at all, not at all. And then you go all. next and you find another six that you didn't mention before. Like, for goodness! This is terrible. Highlighting it, it's it's brutal. Buckle yeah. up, kitties. It's going to oh. get circus-like out there. Mm-hmm. Turning into arena football. All right, so, speaking of goal celebrations, if you had to, not that you want to, pick something to celebrate the goal being scored. What would it be? Because like officially out of the loudspeakers, whatever silence. you like. That's all I like. I refuse to enjoy dignify, the silence. I refuse to dignify this. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy this. 
Enjoy the silence, the fish mode? Okay, no problem. I like I like where you're going with that, but, but no. <laughs> I'm trying okay. to think of any other songs outside. Well, we do have Strange Love for the club. Uh, and sometimes even the price of a joke is too high, so I refuse your question. So Duncan says enjoy the silence, which is a really kind of anti-football, but whatever. Tony? Too unlimited. Nice. Which song, though? Yeah. <laughs> Magic Friend. No. The, weird, the one that wasn't really a song. Whatever the D one is, you know. Nice. Um, I would like it to be uh, Gundam style. Uh, on loop. <laughs> <laughs> on loop. Yes. Until the match resumes. <laughs> Why yeah. do you because, hate Yeah, the, I like yeah. that too, because it really s- just shoves the knife oh, harder of how yeah. bad it is. Twist. Just keep twisting. Yeah. Keep twisting. You'll get to the other side eventually. Yeah, yeah I was going for the book. Because then I like that song, but even I have a threshold. Because then the people who wrote, oh, I like music after a goal, will get it stuck right in their fucking ear with a knife. Eventually. This is what you get for going along with them. Oh, they love style. My, you'll love every choice, single then. time. Nice. Gary Glitter. That pedo? Pedophile. Okay. You know what? Honestly, okay, I will say this. Let's let's let's, let's go inappropriate if we're gonna do it. Again. Well, the song wasn't about Glitter. pedophilia. The song's not about pedophilia. <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't really? know what the song is called. Um, rock and roll part two. Thank you. Clearly he's talking about clearly talking about kids there. It's yeah. disgusting. Um at uh, at Steelers games. Back in the day, whenever they scored, that's what they played. First time I'd ever heard the song in my life mm. was at Steelers matches. And every time I heard that, I I thought it was a great song because I, again, never heard it. Also didn't know many better. I was like 12. Sure. Going to those you games. were a target audience for yeah, that glitter. It, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Some little messages in the song. Little did you know. Uh, little Marky. What? Hey, little Mark. <laughs> I'll get in the van. So anyway. <laughs> Candy, you say? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I'm not exactly against <laughs> Kristen's suggestion, simply for nostalgia's <laughs> point of view, but um, it's still in the same boat of, no, I still wouldn't want to hear Steeler. Oh, I don't want to hear anything. Stealer of his innocence. I don't, I don't want <laughs> If it's going to be streamers, I want the streamers from the supporters. The supporters should be able to throw streamers. No. Yes. Oh, God. No. I I like injuries. You will sit injuries. and be quiet. I will not. I will stand where we... Don't sit. Um. <laughs> stand where you don't sit. Now, don't stand. <laughs> Think about the ushers and what they'll tell you. So sitting in the place that you bought. <laughs> now get beer. Halftime is there. So go and spend your $13. Pretty good. Thank you. That was excellent. All right. I approve. To the be real. <laughs> No, I don't want any of these things. I don't want, like, if it's going to happen, and it, again, they've taken away, or they're trying to take away the organic nature of all the stuff that we've talked about, that we have issues with all of this, because it is being so overly marketed and overly orchestrated and planned and plotted, and there is, there is no room for, or there seems to be less and less room for organic supporter culture, celebrations, singing, whatever you want, but that's what this all feels like. Well, I think there's a side to it now with this, with the goal celebrations. I'll take the music away because that's just awful, upon yeah. awful, and that's just like shoved down your throat more so than a mascot, really. Yes. Um, yeah, okay. 
I agree. But I'll throw the but I'll throw the mascot into the pot. The whole sure. thing. Now this maybe is particularly skewed skewed toward the mascot. It's not that no other club in the world does these things because As many many clubs do. do. The 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 thing where people are are concerned, I think, in Toronto, with the people who pay attention to who these owners are, is how it's used. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Lots of big clubs have fuzzy mascots and they do community stuff and they walk around the pitch pre-match. Yeah. MLSE doesn't know half measures like this. Exactly. Anyone who says, oh, it's just for the kids. It's just for the kids. Like the Raptors, just for the kids. Like Carlton the Bears, just for the kids. No, they're in the stands, standing and dancing in front of you during Shooting the match. t-shirts at you. Being all-encompassing and being... They were at the fucking airport. Exactly. They, they don't have... They aren't able to help themselves, MLSE, and that's the fear. They can't help them. They can't do the half measure and just give it a touch and be actually for the kids and be go to the hospital and be pre-match. Sure, and do and that's fine. Who really gives up? Stuff in if there's park a ma- reclamation yeah, stuff. Mas- mascots are around the concourse. I don't like the idea. It's stupid. But if they did it and did it like any other club in the world does it with their mascot, whatever. Fill your boots, you idiots. But. They won't do it like that. They will be dancing through the stands and wanting your attention during play and all that stupid stuff that MLSE can't help themselves from. And that, to that, is a big part of the issue, I think. That's one side of the issue with this. The other side, of course, is this new elitism that is brewing. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, for me, the goal music is by far the, the one thing that I really don't want. I mean, I agree, yeah, mascots, they wouldn't do it well. And, yeah, I mean, the whole point of watching football is, you know, there's those little moments here or there where things go really well, you know, scoring a goal. And it's like, hey, all right, that's one undeniably good moment. And if that's just going to be every time that happens now, it's just going to annoy the fuck out of me because they're playing a song. I'm not going to want them to score goals. You'll be like, so why am I even there? It's a reverse. It's a Pavlovian reverse. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be, or, you know, you get a penalty or something. Maybe I'll miss, miss, miss. It's just going to make me angry whenever they score now. <laughs> That'll be the lead up to the penalty. It'll be like, yeah. it'll be like going to an NBA game. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I fear all of this leads to. I, I love basketball. I grew up on basketball. Um, that was the first sport I ever played and knew, and I like the sport itself. I used to go to games, but more and more, even when we got our free tickets for the last couple of years when we went to games, I sit there and, and, I, and I cringe and my, my, my fists clench because of the visual noise, because of the actual noise, because none of it has to do with what we're actually doing, and that's what all of this says to me. Mm-hmm. Mascots, goal music, the inevitable cheerleaders. Um, not being the cheerleaders, but you know. Aww. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. That'd be, be alright. Uh, but all of that stuff. Why are you taking away the organic nature of the <laughs> <Yes. brand? laughs> Players first, and then maybe if you're lucky, at like a pub night or something. Yeah, you know, we don't have to get the fans involved, but you call them fagundes. Cheerleaders, they're cheerleaders who fagundes. You just like each other. 
fans, please welcome the fucking cheerleaders. I will start a Kickstarter for that guy to Just record like the that. From the replacements, you I'm, know, that I'm would pretty, be okay, I'm, actually. Speaking of never going to Columbus, pretty sure the cruiser dancers were about as close as his league got to the fucking cheerleaders. <laughs> it's true. Cool <laughs> yeah. captain. What are you doing here? <laughs> Between the three Christines and the two Kylas, yeah. yeah we didn't just... book you until another month from now. <laughs> it's like the bat signal. <laughs> I got cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, the I think the thing that 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 really kind of I, I'm not as up in arms about the them playing a song as I am about the the inevitable song they're going to choose, which is going to be some shitty rehash. Overplayed pop song the last three years. Well, it's, it's not as if it's just going to be, and it's just can't get enough. But which is kind of like the fans eventually kind of get to that, and you know they started doing that after we you, win a game. That's probably what it's going to be. You won't love that when they're down three nil and they claw back one goal in the 89th minute, and you have to listen to just can't get enough. Over the like last, the, like the last, the last game wasn't that fantastic? Yeah. yeah, that was great. I love yeah, that. No, but, I felt really. But I'm, I'm kind of I'm. I think you, you, Tony, you pretty much said it as succinctly as possible. Was there's no half the, the there's no half measures. Yeah. Like I don't really have a problem with their ultimately being a mascot. It's knowing how how intrusive that mascot is going to be. Like they're going to make that thing for goodness a celebrity. They're going to make that a part of the club. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be anywhere near a Give part of the TFC club. Give it to TFC too. But oh, oh, well, I don't have a problem. I don't, I don't, or it'll be a duel. <clears throat> that'll be inevitable. Yeah. But, but the, the but you're right. Like it's they can the one adorable baby version. The one thing that oh. I, it'll be junior. Blah blah blah. Junior. The one thing I can't yeah. help uh, noticing is that is that going to a sporting event twenty years ago wasn't as much of a ADD attention fest as it is now. Mm. Everything, every possible point where your attention can be drawn away needs to be specifically drawn away to something that they want to highlight. Mm-hmm. Soccer is probably no the most un-ADD sport you can get. Yeah. Because the it, there's almost there's really no official stoppages in play. You know, the clock doesn't stop. The clock keeps rolling. Yeah, the ball rolls out, but it's never long enough for them, oh, let's play an ad. You know, let's do this. Let's have a car going around the outside and people huck things at it to win it. Like, there's none of those ridiculous gimmicks during the match. In hockey, they have them. In baseball, you need them. In football, hut-hut football, they have them. In basketball, it, they have them because it's so much of a TV sport now. But in soccer, there, there isn't. But the thing is, most people, I would like to think, that I've watched a soccer game without that shit, don't need that shit. I can sit there for 45 minutes and not go, ooh, I wonder... I wonder, you know, what's going on on my phone. Like, I, I don't, I almost never pick up my phone unless I'm expecting somebody to message me. So for, for I, anything can wait till halftime. But with the mascot, it adds to that one more distraction. Oh, look what the idiot's doing now with, with the supporters over here. Oh, look, what this, look, they're on the screen now playing with some child. Oh, look, they're over here messing around with the pizza pizza guy and they're having a fake fight in the stands or... Whatever stupid distraction. Slice of pizza. That'll be the mascot. Sorry. But but like that's the thing. It's the distractions that that are taking away from 
the game. If the game, if the team sucks, maybe instead of getting a marketing department, go and get a defender. Like, you know, like, you could probably, you would save so much more time money if you just went and get a proper 11 guys on the pitch at any given time instead of going and throwing $3 million at an advertising agency to come up with the prototypical TFC mascot fuzzies and horns and all. Well, we've said this. Uh, we've said this many times on a bunch of different topics to them. Always the easy answer. Mm-hmm. The thing they can throw money at mm-hmm. easily it is, is always no, the, is always the MLSE way of fixing a problem. It's, it's true. never the thing that takes a bit longer, but it's the right thing to do. Right, like sticking with a player, like sticking sure, with a coach, whatever. like yeah, sticking yeah. with a plan. The only problem, the only problem that has been in the stands for the last nearly decade has been a shit club. There was no problem with the fans or the no. experience. The experience yeah. was vaunted across North America as the greatest football experience and they still talk about it and they still talk about it yeah when TFC first came the fans are great and oh wow best fans of the league and now potentially they were best fans of the league 2007 8 potentially even 9 who knows sure and since then it's yeah withered to a Understanding shadow of its former yes. self but again it's not because we're bored and need oh how do we fix this Let's just throw a whole bunch of random shit at them. No! Just, you know, leave them alone, then win, and things will be okay. Yeah. Don't take things away and then bring them back like you're geniuses. And again, I'm going to bring back, I'm going to mention streamers one last time, and then we're going to move away from this. Because we're not the only club that whose fans through streamers throw streamers. There's still streamers in effect at more than one MLS game. You see it. However, because... Our fans were extra, had really good aim. I don't know. <laughs> Closer to the pitch. Mm-hmm. But now streamers are possibly being mandated. They'll be managed. Safe They'll be. <laughs> they will be, you know, done in a very right. organized and specific fashion. Like again, you, you take away the organic nature and then spin it like you're clever and bring it and represent it back. Yes. You know, sell back something that already was happening. Here are your Kia branded streamers for you to throw. Exactly. When... Or your streamers on a stick. Yeah. When two women finishes streamers on a stick. You mean wave the streamers? You mean mean, kind of like what the rhythmic gymnasts do with the exactly? Oh, so you mean it's stupid? Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to make sure it was stupid before it happened. TFC. All right. Because nobody's gonna see through that stupidity. Stupid fucking club. So I'm sure we're gonna have lots of other opportunities to discuss this as the season goes on. Or but why up. would we? Exactly, because it's silly and who cares? Mm-hmm. We do. This is just distracting from. The... Yeah. Clearly, the season can't start soon enough. Uh, it's getting tiring to have to wade through all of the non-football stuff, all of the stuff that doesn't get us to the stadium every week or get us watching the TV. Uh, we will hopefully, as the team is in Florida now or landing today, tomorrow, get to watch some of the preseason games if they get someone who can stream them. Does the fact that you can watch some of the games potentially, does it help get you, does it make you excited about the season ahead? Does it take away your focus? Is this something that you care about? Or will nothing really matter until first kick? No, yeah, it will be good to be able to actually watch things and see what's working and what isn't and all that sort of thing uh, will be, uh, yeah, it'll make a, a nice change to actually be able to discuss all that. 
see huh, is uh, one of our new fancy foreign new acquisitions the next Giovanni Caicedo who knows oh. dare to dream seriously mm. that's the, you're reaching high there yeah I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm more more worth uh, I'm with Duncan on this um, I, I I realize that you know tuning into these games I'm not going to be seeing the perfect starting eleven and I don't need to I, I I accept them for what they are they are preseason these really don't matter. But I'd like to be able to say, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe the bench isn't going to be totally shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, he's looking a little lost, but there's clearly some skill. You know, TC2 might have a gem on their hands, you know? I'd like to be able to assess this as a fan of football, barely a fan of this club, on my own. And uh, being able to watch it is nice. Given that we've been... Those of us who regularly follow this club in the way that we do, whether you're reading blogs, listening to award-winning podcasts such as The Vocal Minority, or... I hear it's good. It's, it's not bad. It's really not bad. There's a website that goes with it. Does it really? Get out. Dot, was it? Dot, dot net, right? Something dot net? like that. That's like amazing. That. Uh, for those of you who, are, who, who, who travel in those loops, it gets to a point that all this talk is like, all right, well, let's see something. Let's see anything. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm at that point now. It's the perfect time. I want to see something. I don't care what it is. I don't even care if it if they say, oh, TFC 2 is playing, you know, FC Dallas. I don't care. I'll watch that. I'll, I, I just want to see something that's... Always with the FC fucking Dallas. Fucking Dallas. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. You know... Do you mind, like, not I, promoting your other team on our I, podcast every week? Where do you think all of the up-and-coming great Canadian talent is going to be developed? <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't Jay care. Jay Chapman's going to Dallas. Yet, so that's that, but that's what I want. I'm I'm at that point where now I want to all this talk of all these signings and mm. all these drafts and all of these movements. I want to see what this looks like on the pitch, even in its roughest draft. I just want to see it. So, um, anytime they're willing to get their crap together to figure out how to stream these games. And it doesn't have to be fancy. It could. It doesn't even have to have play-by-play. Just put a camera, somebody to move it left to right, and I will be thrilled with that because that's all I want. Well, I'm a huge fan of 19, mid-90s camcorder technology, so I'm looking forward to it. High eights? <laughs> that's, that's me working a tripod. Uh, I can see tripod. that with a tripod. For that's, those of you good. following at home, On our video I'm, podcast. I'm moving an invisible tripod. You're yeah, welcome. I just, I do. I really just want to see some, I just want to see them play. Even if it's the the B team, the C team, if it's the academy kids, I don't care. I, well, I do want to see the, what will be the purported mm-hmm. starting 11 play something before the season starts. But yeah, I just, that's, that's why we do this, right? We want to watch them play games. So you have a I would C like. Team? Well. Amazing. I think so. Well, we, we, we haven't quite made an A team. Yeah. Exactly. So. Oh, okay. So it's a regular flavor B team. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Now the this MLS is... team is the B team. The yeah, exactly. USL team is the C team. Yeah, our Champions League team is the A team. Might happen at some point. I pay the fool. Do preseason games actually matter? The results don't, but no. aside from that, they do. It's, it's important to you know, be able to... You get fit, obviously, is right. the main bit of it, and they see who works together and what tactics might be working and who can do what and all that sort of thing. It's important in that sense. I, yeah, I think I'm most interested. I found myself 
wondering aloud and in my mind at the end of last season what Greg Vanny's general tactical style is. So it'll be interesting to see with you know his team in place now mm-hmm. if there's more of a constant idea at least of what we're what he's going to go forward with this year. Is there a concern that they're not playing enough preseason games? Because they're they're just this is. They, they did the few yeah. the other week, yeah, but yeah. that was only part of the team. Does that count, or does just the IMG stuff count as sort of the real preseason games and the other stuff was just messing around? Because one of those games was three 30-minute things. It was soccer baseball. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. With hockey soccer hockey. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, I think you know, those games can like, count for something. I think you know, it, it's the, the ones that we're doing here that you know, we actually get to see, and it's actually for... Uh, a uh, a trophy of some kind. It's you know, not an armadillo. Good, no, oh, no. That's trophy. But, I mean, that's like I mean, those games are going to be done. There's going to be another sort of week, week and a half or yeah. so. You know, they're getting at least another game in against some random team there. So you know, I think to be enough, really. Presumably, by this stage, they know what they're doing. I'm just thinking the trophy oh. <laughs> could be Monica Sellis. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. The, a, the actual knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the runner-up. Uh, uh, oh, so that's MVP trophy. It's like two. Yeah, that's the MVP trophy, so the, he holds the... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my... Oh. God. Uh, I like that it's two-handed. Like too soon? Guitar. It's yes. been 20 years and three weeks now. <laughs> the the money can sell this trophy. No, my dad was a knife maker. It's pretty insensitive. <laughs> so if, if the MVP is from the winning team, you know, they get to actually, you know, the... the the knife actually slots into the... Maybe it's a cake. The, um, the oh Monica Sellers oh trophy. Oh, my God. Just as a place to hold it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, vision. I'm picturing it. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Red velvet cake? No. No. The knife slots into the trophy. What's the cake? That's, oh, my God. That's awesome. Oh, my God. It's a sharpener. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we leave this, while the team is in Florida, getting fit, playing games, trying out new tactics and formations and so on and so forth, they've got to have a little downtime. So what Floridian things should the team do? I can only tell you what they're not going to do. Okay. Um, There's three things, actually. Well, well, one thing, two things. (laughs) There's some things. First of all, they will not... Go to Disneyland because a it's full of good some little kids. Nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone doesn't want it. <laughs> That's still last year, Doug. Come on. Yeah, true. And B, it would just be they, they don't want to embarrass Jovinko when he can't go on the ride because he's not big enough. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other thing that won't be happening. This is kind of why they took so long to tell Stephen Caldwell about the captaincy. What was going to happen? Uh, unfortunately, this got foiled as uh, they tried to move the bags through customs. But uh, Michael Bradley uh, is going to be taking a, uh, a whole shitload of saran wrap and knives. And he was going to go and uh, take out Caldwell Dexter style and dump him in the ocean. So they didn't need to tell Caldwell. But then his knives and everything got found. So they've had to abandon that plan. And they did actually have to tell Caldwell that he's not going to be captain. Shitty ending. Just like Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I uh, I put uh, bath salts. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, Florida. Because it's Florida, and that shit will make you crazy. 
Uh, from what I hear, I don't know. I don't Steve McCall was going to get eaten. Um, I, um, I, I, though I agree that they don't have to go to Disney Disney World, but uh, they have to get the Disney ears. Those two things, the Disney ears and the Basalts, are, uh, in fact, the one and two things to do in the Florida Tourist Guide. So. Excellent. Yeah, you got to promote the Sunshine State. <laughs> um, just go to Miami and fail to be an MLS club. <laughs> That's what happens. So, so That's basically, what they do. so basically, just go to Miami. Yeah, I'll stop. Nice. So I had something a little not Disneyland or no, it's Disneyland in Florida, Disney World in California. Which Disney, Disney World is in Florida. That's true. Sorry. World. I apologize. Disneyland is in California, where the measles are. <gasps> right. Which we so need to Space go there. Space Mountain. Measles. Space Mountain. Okay, so they're going to take a hovercraft mm. through the Everglades with the Who playing in the background. Stephen Caldwell as Horatio Kane. <laughs> Come on. Scottish mm. punster? TFCSI. Got it. Nice. They know where the bodies are buried. Mal's down there too. He'll help. <laughs> hey, everybody! It's Bitchy Blakes! Cool! Ready for this? Okay, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game, and hopefully yours as well. Last week's bitchy blank was, Michael Bradley said last that last year there were too many little kids. This year, we will have too many blank. Before we get to this week's winner, what did you gentlemen have for this blank? Well, I put, uh, this year we'll have too many excuses, scapegoats, and general metaphors for failure. Uplifting. Yep. Mm. Yep. It's uh, always sunny in Toronto. <laughs> Too many people telling us what we're allowed to talk about. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I don't get it. No, me neither. Yeah. That's random. It's, it's not important. Meta. It's it's really, yeah, honestly, why are you talking about this? Why are we even playing this game? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> it's stupid. Seriously. Can we focus on the game? Yeah. What game? Not this game. Not this what game. game. Is there a yeah. game? What game? I have this year we'll have too many empty seats. That's just factual. Yeah. Will he bitch about it? We will. Well, yeah. we shouldn't because clearly yeah, the team you know, is growing. They can, you know, throw in tickets to want to buy a Raptors season ticket. You have to get the ten <laughs> tickets to TFC games. Buy a section at BMO. <laughs> yes. Get a free Raptors ticket. We're the Raptors Marlies now. Yes. <laughs> and I will go with uh, there are too many teams above us in the league. Nice. Mm. That's very clever. How'd you come up with that? Very original. Question. I know. Really. That's nicely yeah. done. Yeah, a lot of thought into that one. Well done. However, this week's winner is a new contributor to the Bitchy Blank. I love the new ones. I know. From the West Coast, this is Ben Massey, at Lord Bob on the Twitters. Hey! You may have heard of him. I don't know. He's some guy. He's famous. He's TV famous. He is TV famous. So he gets to come out and claim the Bitchy Blank's trophy uh, in front of all of us (laughs) with his answer of, we'll have too many losses. Mm. Uh Sharp. Indeed. <laughs> Pointing. Topical. Always topical. Oh, yes. Yes, focused. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Laser. Right in yeah. on the point. Yeah. 
So next week's bitchy blank is the next TFC fan survey should be about blank. Send us your responses on the Twitters at VocalMinorityCA or to any of our individual Twitter accounts. Don't forget to include the hashtag BitchyBlanks with your response. Play often, and as you know, I do get bored at work. preseason thing now is that this year the full team for the most part is actually together no talk of or very little talk of trialists seems like any new signings are done with they may come from some of the kids they grab from the draft maybe some tfc two kids academy kids they're already with but there's not a lot of outside Ooh, someone's visiting so-and-so in florida so they're gonna trial with the team <laughs> you just ruined daryl russell's plans <laughs> Guys, we don't know that yet we haven't gone down to florida we have no idea who knows who's, who's waiting at the, the airport hotel that's true that's true yeah. brennan <laughs> holding us that's why Rongen and mal work. are actually with the rowdies they're really? the advanced scout team nice yes Seeing that's it all it all comes together when i think rowdy I think Thomas Rongen. <laughs> I think a Piper. Rowdy <laughs> Thomas Rongen. Nothing says wild, wild party like Thomas Rongen. <laughs> Have you? Did you watch that uh, American Samoa movie? That's great. Movie? He's, yeah. he, he does seem. I, I feel like eh, he's I, Dutch. Wild so. party. I, yeah. 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 Rah rah. Yeah. If he brings the American Samoan football team with him, mm-hmm. that's already a laugh. Yes. Anyway, it just it just seems that the, the whole training camp aspect seems fairly quiet this year. And again, they haven't started the big tournament yet, but in years past, there's always been, oh, this is going on and this is going on. And it's because is TFC finally almost settled going into a new season? Is that possible? I think it's... It's happened before. This settled? It hasn't happened often, granted, mm. but this whole thing of, oh... You know, we're settled, and this is amazing and fantastic and unprecedented in TFC history. No. It's happened before. 2012. And that turned out great. Surely we added players then, 2012. Was that the year, Nelson's, when Bostock and all those guys came in at the last minute? No, no, that was 2013. 2012 was, you know, we had, say, Eckersley and Platter, are they going to sign? But they did. Mm. And, you know, Asaval was in town, like, plenty of time. You had a very, a very subtle team in 2012. And, uh, yeah, it worked well. Um, yeah, it, it is a, definitely a good thing to have a settled squad. And like we were saying earlier, hopefully this will mean we'll actually get to see, you know, the, the proper first team getting a decent amount of playing time and everything. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a good thing. You know, we like to shit on TFC a lot. It's as good that we have these guys uh, in here right now. Yeah, it's it, it's a positive thing, like Duncan alluded to. I guess the most important next step would be not to be mixing, just because you have all the guys there, not right. to be switching out the lineup up until the last friendly you have. By the time the last friendly comes along, you should be trying to play 75 minutes with your starting 11, and they should really start to be getting known, especially the defensive pairings, because they're all new guys. Yeah. So you really want to get those guys trying to communicate a little better. Yeah, I don't want to see, like, Manny Aparicio starting in their last game. Yeah. No offense, no, but... You're right. No, that's what, these, not... that's what these first matches are for. Exactly, for and that's what the, the matches team. last week were for. Yeah. You know, the kids get their legs and get a little, you know, show off to the coaches, hey, look what I can do, but 
as you're yeah. saying, these these the games. Thing is now we have TFC too for the kids to be able to show what they can do and impress. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I I kind of um, I kind of miss having a couple of trialists. To be honest, like one or two. The problem is that with when TFC gets a trialist, it's it's reeks of and it ultimately re- reveals itself to be desperation. It's like, oh shit, we forgot to go get one of these. Let's go. Let's go talk to these three guys. Maybe one of them will pan out. Um, you there in the stands? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you look like a likely fellow. I saw you dribbling a ball outside the parking lot. How would you like a tryout? Here's number thirty-four. <laughs> to be like, fair, some of the trialists of the past have been our greatest comedy fodder in the long run, though. True. That is true. But I mean, where would it be we be without Nick Sulzma? I miss Nick. Javier Sulzma. Martina. Remember that first game. Javier. Oh, he was going to set the world on fire. He was on pace for 60-something goals. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because he couldn't wear, was, didn't wear the gloves. Because he was cold that, the that first That was the game. second game. It was the first home game. It was the second game with Austin. He was on pace for 34. He had two goals in two games. Well, you ruined this segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pissing on fires all over the place. We're Duncan not in Columbus Downer. yet. Stop it. Womp <laughs> womp. So, so, anyway... I like the wild card nature of of the trialist. One of them is bound to pan out to be something of of, of great use, not just. Uh, but as long as it's not a move of desperation, but like, oh, you know, well, let's we'll give this guy a shot. You know, he didn't make the draft, or he he had a he had a great year at USL Pro and is giving it. You know, I don't mind that. But if there's nothing, you know, so be it. As long as it's not just a panic move to fill in gaps. I will miss Wikipedia and the strange clubs these guys played for. I know. That's true. That is part of the, that is the fun part. And, yeah, we don't have that right now. Aww. Oh, well. W- Wikipedia will give us lots of other good oh, things yeah. later. It we have a position to deal with. Exactly. not really other than this brief mention looked ahead to the season and to the players that are currently on TFC so let's do that and we're going to go from a position of weakness to a position of strength as we move through the club and we're going to start with the keepers and the defense and if any of you argue with me about this being where their weaknesses are you're crazy um I feel we're okay in goal Okay, in goal. Mm-hmm. The, the weakness part was really more of a nod to the defense. Yes. If depth. The depth, mm. or lack thereof, potentially. Mm. So we've got four keepers, three keepers with the club, one unsigned, which is the new draft. Alex Bono, Bono, Bono. How do we say his name? Do we care? Think, uh, it, well, think it would be Bono. Sure, why not? If, so, if, I lean if more to him. He's pro Bono. Hey, <laughs> so we have Quillen Roberts again, who's. Still, somehow... USL Pro Bono? <laughs> <laughs> it's not USL Pro anymore. It's exciting. Oh, They've yeah. rebranded. Exactly. Yes. Get with the times. So we've got Q... Kanapka. Kanapka goalie. Is Kanapka goalie? I could see him. I think they'll keep him at the start of the season, be trying out uh, Bono and Roberts uh, up in Vaughan. Uh, if either of them looks particularly good, I could see Konopka gone by the halfway through the season. Absolutely. Whoever we have like on the bench behind Bendik, you know, hmm, they can be on the bench behind Bendik and then go and play for the USL Pro the next 
there, so we're not going to be completely killing off a guy's career by dumping him on the bench to rot. So, mm -hmm. which is what we've essentially done. Either with them proves themselves yeah. done to, like no, reliable. Then yeah, there's probably no need to be keeping Konopka. And then there's the also the fact that uh, Bono, 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 U.S. men's national team player. Yeah, we are potentially becoming U.S. team North. It just, they obviously, he's very highly rated. I, we were all kind of surprised. I was surprised when he was taken in the draft. <clears throat> I can see him being the new heir apparent to yeah. Bendik fairly easily. Quillen Roberts doesn't seem to get to do much. You know, he went to, you know, he was, he played mm -hmm. with the, you know, he's played with like okay the Lone Sharks. He did, he hurt, but yeah. it doesn't seem like. I think they're probably thinking, like, oh, yeah, that's. Bono is probably in their heads the the number one prospect yes. behind Bendik more so than Roberts, but uh, yeah, hopefully they will both get playing time in USL and you know, let the best man win, and then have to fight Konopka for the. Uh, the no one, God, no! Konopka <laughs> <laughs> smash. No one wants to do that. When Konopka have cage match. Match starts with him in cage. <laughs> Are you all content to have Bendik back as our number one keeper? Absolutely, it's okay. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, absolutely. As yeah, we said before, he's not gonna win you too many games. Not gonna lose you too many games. He's he's a piece. I would not be shocked if this time next year we're talking about Bono as the number one, with money being the way it is, and he's you know, he'll be a, he's on one forty five ish if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. If if Bono can acquit himself, acquit himself and and be fairly useful. I mean, Bendik is average. So you don't have to be a world beater to take his job, I don't think. Um, I think he'll be given every opportunity to prove himself, put it that way. They're very high on anything that's attached to the U.S. national team right now. So. Right. I'm sure he'll be soon soon be friends with Michael Bradley. So. Which job for life, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then we move on to the defense. So defenders are still kind of looking a little thin on the ground. Mm -hmm. We have, after the presumptive four, that will be the starting... Starting at the back, which looks, we've said, on paper, yeah. fairly solid. I'd be okay with that. The depth, large air quotes. Remind the look, listeners who, who we presume to be the four. Well, presumably the back four will be Mark Bloom, Caldwell, Perkis, um, and uh, Justin Morrow, of course. Mm -hmm. Yes. The rest of the defenders are three unsigned guys from the draft. So Skyler Thomas, uh, Clement Simonin, mm -hmm. uh, Wesley Sharpie. God, I love his name. Even though I won't, it says Chirpy, but anyway. Marky Delgado. Chirpy. Mar um, Eric Zavaleta. Unky Greg's nephew. Ashton Morgan. Oh, Ashton Morgan. Mm. Nick Hagland. Heard of this guy. And, and that's it. So we're seeing very sort of heavy in the center. Not a lot of outside backs. Um, I don't even think we're that heavy in the center. Yeah, really. we're just I mean, not anything no, at it's, all. It's, it's young. It's very it young. It's feel... so young. Like, yeah, Pakis and Caldwell has injuries then, written all over it, and so Hagland it's, it's and Simon, like they 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 are pushing Simonin's name to the point where you think that his contract is coming. His, his oh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I yeah. I consider that probably a done deal mm. that he's going to be part of the club. I, I I think the way they're pushing, you try to read a lot between the lines of who they officially say they're impressed with and it usually leads to Who they're to interviewing, putting yeah. up videos of. I, I think I, they're calling him the steal of the draft. 
So, so I, if I, I, you yeah. believe the talk, and if you include him in, say he's signed, you include him in the first team, sure. does that ease any of your fears? No, I don't know this guy. <laughs> and, he, and he doesn't, you know, and he, he does, he's, he's, I don't care where he's from or his age or anything, he's never played professional level football, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think we are going to have to rely on, I think, one of those defenders, whether it is Simonin or Thomas or Sharpie, you know, I think probably the planning for the team is, right, well, one of these guys will turn out to be good, it's like one of the things they've got their fingers crossed about, mm-hmm. and I think probably on the attacking side a bit, you know, whenever we get to that in future weeks, they're probably hoping, you know, one of Aparicio, Chapman, Manella can really push himself forward and give a little bit of extra depth, but yeah, I think... We, we need at least one of those draft picks in defense to you know, show that they can contribute, you know, even if it is just as like a, one of the backups playing a little bit here or there, where we're going to need at least one of them to prove themselves a reliable option. Perhaps the one good thing about having this many young guys, there will be a good deal of competition True. for someone there to make a name for himself, because mm-hmm. the opportunity is definitely going to be there. Oh, try it's a to wide s- open door. To maybe not steal a starter spot. I think that no. starting four is probably set unless they get some better replacements, and I'm thinking Mark Bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the injury-prone center backs, there's definitely going to be opportunity for someone to steal maybe a job for... Maybe the audition, if you will, for Stephen Caldwell's, you know... Yeah. Soon to be open position. Mm-hmm. So, right. Then, I mean, know. even aside from injury prone, yeah, you mentioned is Caldwell going to be around for the whole year? Who knows? And Pekis, yeah. it's you know, there's been plenty of players that have come into MLS from Europe that it just hasn't worked out for whatever yeah. reason. It's you know an assumption to think, oh yeah, he's great. He's definitely, fine. Yeah, yeah, definitely a big assumption. So, yeah. Question: Does Ashton Morgan see any playing time this year? <sighs> I mean, hope so. I, I hope so. And again, with the very weak uh, depth on the wings, but there's been very little. I mean, it's been two managers now in a row who've shown very little interest in giving him much playing time. And it's hard to say that you can't say Justin Morrow too often, sit down. Justin Morrow, you, you don't mm-hmm. ever sit. If he's healthy, he's exactly. he's getting so, 95% of the matches this year, maybe, maybe a few cup sits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think probably uh, unless Morrow is injured, uh, Voyager's Cup will be the first time we see Morgan. And if he, that's if he's the first choice. Uh, come behind Morrow, I don't even know if he is. It's so hard yeah, to tell. I don't know if we have any other left backs. Well, that's the thing. Well, like, but, yeah, but they do the have list. a tendency to shoehorn sure. guys. Nick Hagland. Yeah. He, Did they play him on the left last year? They, he was they, the right. He was on the right. Yeah. yeah. Um... um Creval. Thank you. Yeah. I thought he, yeah, he, fade. I thought he played on the right. <laughs> he's too. a bit of an everyman. He's more yeah. right. Yeah, I don't. Marky Delgado again. They yeah. say is right again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's just it's just such a it, to me it's one of those sadder situations. I feel like they have Jackson on left back. Did, did they maybe? It's possible. It mm. seems like they would go out of their couple of games last year. Out of their way, out of their way to not play Morgan. Yes. Yes. Which you know is disconcerting, but. I don't really know the full story, I don't think, there. Looking at this lineup, I kind of get the feeling that TFC 2's backline is going to be this perpetual revolving door until the, somebody can kind of establish themselves as, okay, you know what, you, you're, ready for, you're ready for a step up. You know, it's going to be, okay, uh, we're at home, so all you guys, you know, you three get down to the stadium. 
but come right back because you're going on the road trip with us down to, you know, Wilmington. Mm-hmm. And and until until they can figure out what combination or which guy is going to kind of rise rise above, you know, I think I think the start the starting the starting eleven at TFC two, how often the back four changes I think is going to be a telltale sign that they're not even sure what, who's going to be the standout. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, a lot of like all these guys, all these guys are like C's and D's at best, and which one, like which one's it going to be? Which one's going to sit on the bench? Mm-hmm. And if heaven forbid somebody gets hurt, which one's going to take their spot temporarily? They need to, they need to do some serious figuring out who's, who's yeah, legit I mean, and who's yeah. absolutely. I mean, that's the good thing about the USL team; they can do that experimenting yeah. down there and actually put them in like proper game situations and hopefully you know, one or two of them like really do something to make themselves stand out as mm-hmm. yeah you're uh, next in line behind Morrow or behind Haglund in the depth or whatever it might be that's what the club's there for last sort of question about the defense other than everyone cross your fingers and hope no one gets hurt uh Skylar Thomas is you know, young Canadian, again, being well-spoken of, being talked about his, I'm seeing, you know, little things here and there, how mature he is in camp. They really like his style of play. He's been likened a fair amount to the lamented by many departed Daniil. Mm-hmm. Is he the next Daniil Henry? Only, hopefully, with a better head on his shoulders? Or We've um, already gone over this. He's older than Daniel Henry. I know that, but that's because Daniel signed when he was like nine. So can be the next Daniel Henry if you're older than him. Oh my god! Um, Must he be so pedantic about this? Hopefully, but I, I think Daniel Henry with without the the craziness is really way 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 too good to be at TFC. Really? So he, <laughs> That's no, a damning I, indictment of our club. No, no, but that's no, no, it's, 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 it's a, a thing saying nice things about Daniel Henry. He does a lot of really good stuff. He does do a lot of he really good stuff. One howler, which I yeah, miss usually him. a big howler. And if you're you're saying take away the, the howlers, the yeah. the Ooh. lack of concentration, <laughs> whatever it is. I mean, you're welcome. If you take those out, then Howling. he absolutely deserves to be, you know, in Premier League and whatever and da 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 da. So it was the crazy that kept him here. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. It was a crazy anchor. Mm, interesting. Yeah, if Skylar Thomas could be that, that'd be magnificent. Uh, if he can just be, you know, same as Daniel Henry, I'd take that. Yeah, same. Can he? I don't know. I've never seen him play. Right. I hope he's like Adrian Sirio. That'd be great as well. I loved Adrian Sirio. Me too. Here. Yeah. One throws. Nice. Slide tackle. Yeah. He threw a ball in the net at Millwall. Oh, that's right. Classic. Anything else about the defense stand out or not stand out for you guys? I mean, we've kind of beaten it, you know, to death. It's it's very much dependent on health. I mean, that's pretty much it. And uh, Duncan made a very good point, too, about Perkis. It's very dependent on a guy who's never played in this league. And that can be, you know, a razor's edge. That can go either way. You've seen some uh, European big defenders have acquitted themselves pretty well in this league. Maybe some of the dirtier kind, like Colin or guys like that. Perkis doesn't really lean to that kind of player. But um, 
he will have to hit the ground running. He's going to have to be ready immediately. His learning curve will have to be done quickly if they're going to, uh, you know, keep the ball out of the net. Because Caldwell, God knows. I mean, he's going to be a pro. I don't think there's any question about that. But you got to imagine, you know, they have an exit strategy for him. Oh, I would think so. Mm-hmm. He won't be with the club next year. I, I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to be here in August. Yeah. I'd probably put on like 50-50 on him being here past the July window. Yeah. Yeah. I so, could totally see them looking to yeah. get rid of him. And, and we were saying before about um, you know an audition for CB. If one of them, if he say he goes down fairly early and one of the young guys comes in and really is solid, yeah. that's just going to make their decision that much easier. And you will probably see them. I would, you wouldn't be surprised to see him cut him in the summertime. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, again, I have to agree. Uh, I, I, I'm i just... A f- the whole injury threat... Of, the whole threat of injury is is the only thing that, you know, can consistently st- uh, stands out for me as far as this. It's a shaky back four starting, and, and then it's an adventure. So, yeah... Bring it on. <laughs> bring the bring game one on. Let's see who goes down first and what happens. I that's, I'm at that point where I just want to see what it ha- what it looks like. So, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, well before we say farewell, there's one other thing just to quickly mention. That today, some bookies in Las Vegas released the odds to win the 2015 MLS Cup. Mm-hmm. So, no surprise, at the top of that list is the Galaxy, at 3-1. to one. At the very bottom of that list is several teams all tied. San Jose, Philadelphia, Colorado, and Montreal. I didn't know Colorado was that far down, the, had fallen that far. Apparently they have. They have just... I know, I know they've been on a dive, but I didn't realize really that they were... I don't know if Which is that weird because, like in 2013 and like the first so bit of 2014, they looked quite good oh, and then they just, fell off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. that lack That's of shirt weird. sponsor was going to catch up to them. It's yeah, a very good point. How yeah. you take them Nothing seriously. was keeping them anchored. Nothing was weighing them down. Mm-hmm. Crappy maroon arsenal. White caps at 30 to one. And then our beloved Reds, 15 to one. Oh yeah, yeah, Lock yeah. it up. Tied with both New York teams and Columbus. I love how both the, New York teams. Both New York teams. Oh, both New York teams. Well, somebody yeah. obviously doesn't do any research exactly. because there's no way, there's no way New York. Okay, if New York City FC is at fifteen to one, there's no way Red Bulls fifteen to one. They're they're ten to one at 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 least. There's got to be a gap between mm, brand new I team. Would, and I would probably put money on New York City finishing above New Jersey this year. Who have what who have New Jersey brought in really to replace like Henri and Cahill and yeah I think there's oh fuck I forgot about Cahill exactly. the, the Red Bulls could be very dodgy oh. this year I'm, I'm kind of surprised to see them as high at that level but the only fifteen to one New York City will have is their attendance to Red Bulls yeah sure <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I mean both those both New York teams it's Kind of same as with Toronto, it's about hype. It's like, oh, they've done things that sort of people have noticed, or people just know their name, and so they automatically get get more money put on them than say the likes of Vancouver, or you know, maybe even like Montreal, who are like possibly in a better position than say the Red Bulls. But ugh, no one's going to bet on them, so they have to lengthen the odds to 
try and get the money in there. So, so you're saying that these odds are bait. That's it. These odds are designed for the sake of odds rather than this is who they think will win. It's all right, this is who people are putting money on, which is a, a different question. In that case, that, that list is dead on accurate. Quite possible. The way this league works, too, the way that with the playoff structure, picking an MLS Cup winner, that is very difficult. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just, it was just funny to see it come out and be like, TFC's where? Based on what? It's like tied for sixth. So really? Yeah. If you say so. Champions League spots, we call it. Sure. Is there a Europa League for MLS? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, it's in Guam. <laughs> you get to go to Guam. I mean, one bit that Kamuba gives it a bit of legitimacy as far as, oh yeah, these are actual serious things, is you know, it's going to be a lot easier coming out of the East than the West this year. So Absolutely. Like maybe you, know, you bring the West teams down a bit, put the East teams up a bit, and maybe. that's how we end up at like sixth overall. Who knows? Yeah, no, that's that's drop TFC into the West. I don't think they'd make the playoffs in the East. They really should, and who knows what might happen from there. You know, even just based on just the whole popularity thing. Like if you, it's pretty accurate. The only my um, the one the other discrepancy. I, I kind of felt Vancouver was a little low, but I'm going by what I think is going to happen. I thought Vancouver was rated pretty low. I thought. Portland might be a little low, not terribly. Um, Toronto is a little high, <laughs> uh, but otherwise, interesting list nonetheless. Interesting, somebody would actually, you know, put their name to it. And hey, these are the these interesting are the actual... that anyone bets on major league yeah. soccer. <laughs> yeah, but there you have it. Yeah, who's and the way this league is structured, it'd be so easy to fix those matches. What corruption? Thanks, Declan. No problem. Read my book. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for us this week here at the Book Minority Podcast. Oh, I so know. I'm sorry. Join us next week when we will actually have some games to talk about. No, no there's no such thing. There is. It's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Actual games, like stuff, playing, will, will ball have, kicking. Has it been actually announced that we will be able to watch these games? I'm yet? presuming. Oh, presumably we'll be able to talk about these games <laughs> you know what they say when you presume things you pre yeah, it's always it's always best to, to presume rather than assume or something. who doesn't want Here. to be a prez exactly come on true true got me there alright well thank you gentlemen for joining us no thank so, you so here as always at the Yorkies 1812 Mr. Tony Walsh cool. yeah uh, on the Twitter is at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Here is my goal music. It's really annoying, isn't it? Here is my goal music. It's really annoying, isn't it? Why, Bye. Why is he still talking about this stuff? <laughs> Can't make him shut up. It's On the Twitter is at Mark with a K. Mr. Mark Hinckley. Hope Bug Gangnam Style. <laughs> <laughs> And as for me, you can find me on the Twitters at KZ Knowles. Love me again. Kristen Knowles, your host. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it. For goodness. So, we need to talk about important stuff. Like Tyler Engel. Mm. Bye, Tyler. We hardly knew ye. In fact, we didn't know. I don't even know what a Tyler Engel is.
Oh, um, <laughs> don't you need two of those with a right angle that makes it a triangle? That's right, it's a tiger okay. angle. Yeah. Was, wasn't he one of the, the, the was, lawyers? Was there a theorem? <laughs> That's right, he was one of the lawyers. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All back city. Oh, wow. Nice, you listen to the show. Um, at, uh, at Steelers games back in the day, whenever they scored, that's what they played. First time I'd ever heard the song in my life mm. was at Steelers matches. And every time I heard that, I I thought it was a great song because I, again, never heard it. Also didn't know many better. I was like 12. Sure. Going to those you games. were a target audience for yeah, that later. It, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Subliminal messages in the song. Little did you know. Uh, little Marky. What? Hey, little Mark. <laughs> I'll get in the van. Don't Another reason why they, they can't go to Disneyland, Stephen Caldwell, he's not allowed on the rides because he won't keep his arm inside <laughs> the car. <laughs> Don't get in a flap. <laughs> Live from Eric Zavaleta's first family day. Okay, great, can we go play Spoonbill? Why didn't I take one of you two? <laughs> Zolo oh. oh, I guess that's the dog from the muscle dog from Club Zolo. Tijuana, Zolo. Maybe. Huh. Must well, be. Zolo. Is hmm. that what Zolo's is? Science! Educational show. It's like Crufts in here. <laughs> you know what? Let your kids listen to this one.